Welcome to Seeking Alpha's Wall Street Breakfast, your daily source of market news and analysis. Subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Good morning. Today is Tuesday, September 21st, and I'm your host, Jason Kapoor, filling in for Pim Fox. Our top story today is the S&P 500 and Dow Jones futures bounce back after yesterday's large sell-off. The dip buyers who stepped in during the last hour of Wall Street trading yesterday are back again today, pushing stocks higher around the world. S&P futures, NASDAQ 100 futures, and Dow Jones futures are all up 1%. In Asia, the Japanese Nikkei is lower, catching up with trading after a holiday on Monday. But Hong Kong's Hang Seng is up more than a half a percent. In Europe, the benchmark indices in Frankfurt, London, and Paris are more than 1% higher as well, with the broader stock 600 up 1%. Rates are pairing losses with the 10-year Treasury yield up three basis points to 134, and volatility is ebbing. The S&P VIX index, also referred to as the fear gauge, is down 12% after a surge yesterday. The VIX traded north of 25 for the first time since May, a rise which is likely to have been exasperated and some of the declines, with risk modules forcing positions to be trimmed as volatility climbs, thus increasing selling, fueling further increase in volatility, and so on and so forth. Michael Brown, Senior Market Analyst, Catston writes. No Lehman moment. Jitters about the impact of China's Evergrande defaulting on interest payments have eased overnight. S&P Global Ratings say that the government bailout is unlikely unless there is a systematic risk and far-reaching contagion from Evergrande, but the S&P analysts also say the property company falling alone would unlikely result in such a scenario. The crisis at Evergrande and in the Chinese real estate sector was the catalyst for a sell-off. Most people were talking about the truth be told the market route we're seeing is reflecting a wider set of risks than just Chinese property and comes after increasing questions have been asked about whether current valuations could still be justified with talk of potential corrections picking up. Deutsche Bank strategist Jim Reed writes today, remember that 68% of respondents to my survey last week thought there would be at least a 5% correction in equities before the year end. So this has been front and center of people's mind, even if the catalyst hasn't been clear, he adds. Is it time to buy? Monday's tumble brought some bullish calls from Wall Street banks, where several strategists still see the path of broader market moving up to the right. The market sell-off that escalated overnight, we believe, is primarily driven by technical selling flows. In an environmental an environment of poor liquidity and overreaction of discretionary traders to perceived risks, Marco Kolovenek, chief global market strategist at J.P. Morgan, wrote in a note yesterday. Our fundamental thesis remains unchanged, and we see sell-offs, and we see sell-off as the opportunity to buy the dip. 
from a technical standpoint, Paper Sandler strategist Craig W. Johnson called this week a key test for the buy-the-dip crowd and that a failure to defend the S&P's 50-day moving average around 4,436 would suggest the broader market is at risk for a deeper pullback. But Thomas Lee, head of research at Fundestrat, agreed with Kolonovec, saying on CNBC the time was right to look at the adding uh, looking at adding positions i would look to at sell offs like this which is sort of a broad base selling as time is incrementally increasing lee said evergrand bailout unlikely evergrand is looking at default as interest payments loom with direct assistance from government unlikely s&p global ratings says we believe Beijing would only be compelled to step in if there is far-reaching contagion causing multiple major developers to fail and po posing systematic risks on the economy, S&P analysts wrote in a note yesterday. Evergrande falling alone would unlikely result in such a scenario, S&P added. Consumer wall of worry? Consumer stocks tumbled along with the rest of the market yesterday on broad concerns over what the China property market debacle signals for riskier assets and increased apprehension on the U.S. debt ceiling negotiations between Democrats and Republicans in D.C. The topper could be the FOMC meeting in a few days, during which a sharp focus will be on tapering wording. Analysts are pointing out that the nervous trading has been building down the has been building with the Dow down for three straight weeks, which has not happened since September of 2020. Robinhood crypto wallet. Robinhood is testing a cryptocurrency wallet feature on a beta version of its iPhone app, so users can transact with digital currencies without having a, con a convert them into dollars. Bloomberg reports. The software includes a hidden image showing a waitlist page for users signing up for the new feature. The app also has a code referring to crypto transfers. Bloomberg notes that crypto wallets also provide a single place for users to store their crypto protected by a private key. Apple expectations. We're fresh off the details of the newest iPhone 13. But TF International KGI analyst Ming-Chi Ku is already setting expectations with predictions for the iPhone 14, including a new hole-punch camera design to replace the noted Apple notch. Hardware selling points for 2022 iPhones include a new phone SE with 5G support, a new and more affordable 6.7 iPhone, and two new high-end models equipped with a punch-hole display and a 48MP wide camera, Kuo says. These top-end iPhone 14s are expected to come in 6.1-inch and 6.7-inch screen sizes, and drawing conclusions from the current lineup points out to our four model matrix, iPhone 14 and i14 Max and i14 Pro, an i14 Pro Max with the Pro models switching to the new hole punch camera design. What else is happening? Lanair dips 
following revenue miss supply chain challenges. Electric vehicle stocks hammered amid China woes, but Lucid Electric last mile and lease cycles stand tall. India to receive first J&J COVID-19 vaccine doses in October. Shell confirms sale of Permian Basin assets to ConocoPhillips for $9.5 billion. Early iPhone 13 pre-orders seen as solid ahead of Friday's official release. Peloton turning to hotel chains, commercial businesses in push for growth. Michael Jordan increases investment in sports trader, assumes special advisor role. An Activision Blizzard dips on report SEC opens wide probe into practices. If you enjoyed today's podcast, be sure to rate it and review it. Your feedback is greatly appreciated. That concludes today's Wall Street Breakfast. Thank you for listening. For the best investment analysis and news on the web, go to SeekingAlpha.com. Subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. You can sign up for our other podcasts, Behind the Idea, Essay for FAs, Let's Talk ETFs, the Cannabis Investing Podcast, and Marketplace Roundtable on those platforms as well. Have a great day.